Bangarang Radio, Bangarang Radio, BangarangRadio.com. In three, two, one. Press play. Ooh. Let's get decadent. I'm going out. I gotta go. I'll bang a ring on the radio. So turn it up. I'm telling you. I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. You're listening to Pop Punk and Pizza on Bangarang Radio. Greetings and salutations there. It is Jacques Lamour, your host. Thank you so much for downloading this podcast and hanging out with me. I think you are really going to enjoy today's show. I just got off the phone with a really awesome couple, really awesome punk rock couple out of Chicago. One of my new favorite couples to talk to because I just enjoyed my conversation with them so much. And they had so many kind words to say about the podcast and it meant the world to me. So I love them even more now. But we have Matt and Courtney from a band called Take the Reins out of the suburbs of Chicago. They just released a music video and a single in the last month called Camo Jacket. And the music video dropped pretty much exactly a month ago. You should look it up on YouTube and give it a watch. It's really uh, different and creative. And we're going to learn all about the music video today, actually. The behind the scenes of it, how the idea came about. Actually, how the song came about as well. And before we get to our conversation with Maddie and Courtney, we're going to hear the song Camo Jacket. So here we go. Take the reins, Camo Jacket. It's available everywhere online for you to stream and to download. Here's what I get, brass in pocket, camo jacket, broke sunglasses, book of matches, smile that won't quit, a kiss for luck and a busted up lip, so much to forget, so much to forget, when everything I ever wanted can make me happy, if I won't let me, I'm bored to run, who's gonna stop me? I could've let go, I chose to stay here Watch you throw shadows, you play the martyr You play the victim, you tied me up there You asked for ransom, too much to forget Too much to forget, my heavy heart is left exhausted Can make you happy, if you won't let me I load it good, has been inspiring I've seen this on my face before oh, I've seen it Pretend. And I'm sorry if I'm not 
Take the reins with Camo Jacket. We are going to talk to the husband and wife of that band right now. Let's get to that conversation. We're going to hear all about how the music video for that song was filmed. We're also going to talk about how their relationship works. I'm I'm a, I'm a romantic at heart. I love romantic comedies. I love reading things about relationships. I love talking to other people about their relationships because... I often find that I can take something away from a conversation with that couple that I can apply to my relationship. And not necessarily just a romantic relationship, but it could be any type of relationship. So, And I really was able to take away some great things from this punk rock couple today. So Maddie and Courtney from Take the Reins. Here we go. Hello. Hello, it's Matt. Hey, Matt, how are you? Doing good, doing good. Dang, right on the dot, dude. You don't mess around. I like to be punctual. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good, man. How's uh, how's your day going? It's going good. We're doing some uh, rustic, shabby, chicken of the house. <laughs> oh, nice. We're taking barn wood. We got a, it's a tri-level. Okay. So in the hallway on the, where there's two bedrooms, we're putting uh, barnwood up on the ceiling. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I don't think I've, on the ceiling, just on the ceiling, nowhere else? We've got barnwood in our in the bedroom. Uh-huh. It's got, uh, the whole wall is barnwood. And there's a bunch of farmhouse kind of very chipping Joanna in our house. Yeah, <laughs> 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 chipping Joanna punk rock. Hey, you know, well, they did have Mike Carrera on, you yeah, know, their yeah, show, yeah. so yeah. That I mean, I've I've watched the the show besides that because um, my uh, my ex was a big fan of HGTV, so we watched you know that show all the time. And then yeah. when the you know the Mike Carrera episode came on, I was the one that was like, "Hey, we got to watch." This. I was like, yeah. "We got to watch this." Oh, that, that studio they made for him? Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, that was really I cool. know. Every time I, I see uh, one of his pictures um, that he posts online of him sitting in a studio, I'm like, hey, I know where that is. Yeah, it actually, it wouldn't be, uh, they did a really cool thing and it wouldn't be that hard to do. It's just, it would be a lot of cutting and that's, uh, I used oh, to. That wood wall? That was... Yeah. I used to have a business that I built custom furniture. Oh wow! No. Oh, you know what? I did see that on your Facebook. Now that I think about it, you don't do that anymore. No, it just it became all consuming. It was actually so. I'm a, my my full time job. I'm a fireman, and uh, in a 
punk rocker at night. But, <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, so I started, we started flipping furniture. Like we'd find old furniture at thrift stores and stuff and curbs, mostly curbs, curbs and Courtney would find it and I would fix it. This is like a great time of the year to find that stuff too. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. So we started doing that and we started selling it on like Craigslist and let go and all those things before Facebook marketplace was a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it funded a few band projects. Yeah. Our- <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> so we started doing that and then people asked if I could, like if I could build and I, at first I was like, I don't want to take on the responsibility of building. And then people just kept bugging me about it. So I said, <laughs> I said, fine, you know, I'll, I'll, I can build. And so I started building and that's when it turned into like a full on custom furniture. I mean, I did rebel furniture is the name of the company. If you look it up on Facebook, it's still up there. And I did no advertising. I did, I did nothing to get business. Yeah, and we I was sold a couple of things, six, and then it was just like word of mouth. And... Yeah, six months booked out, and wow, it, holy it came all consuming. And I, I yeah. would, I'd work my twenty-four hour shift, and I'd come home, and I'd put in like another twelve to fourteen hour days. So my two days off, I was working another twelve to fourteen hours in the garage, and it just wasn't very, oh my gosh, very family life oriented. So mm. or you know, time, and I was standing on my feet, and I was. It was just beating me up, so I kind of put it to rest a couple of years ago. And I, I mean, I still build furniture and I do stuff for us. And like, if friends want something, like I've done built-ins for friends, and I just don't have any any desire. It sucked all the fun out of it being that busy. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I've I've gotten to uh, that point a couple times with the uh, with the podcast just because you know you got the full-time gig and then you got the family and then you know all the other stuff and it, it just becomes too much after a while sometimes when it's not fun anymore what's the fun of it you know yeah yeah exactly yeah. so yeah you always uh, seem to know when it's time to to pull the plug you know so to speak yeah about so. the time I I stopped doing the furniture is when I started to focus more on the band. And that's pretty much when we, in the last couple of years, when things really started to click for us. So I diverted my energy from furniture making to trying to get us up and running and noticed. And it actually has worked out pretty good so far. Now, yes. you, it's been, what, three years? It's been two. We released that. The band formed in 2011. Oh, okay. For yeah. some reason, I I had the the year two thousand seventeen in my head. I don't know why. Yeah, that's that's when our first full length record came out. Okay. Yeah, it was really up until probably about a year before that, the band was kind of we went through a bunch of lineup changes and we weren't. Yeah. You know, we were kind of just we really didn't have we didn't have our stuff together. So we kind of went once we found the band that we have right now is kind of when it really started to take off sure and that's when we decided to get serious and go in the studio and record the album so so i i have to i'm sure you get asked this all the time but i have to ask the same thing just because i've always wondered what is it like being in a band and being married to one of your (laughs) bandmates like that just seems so wild to me because not in a bad way i mean i think it's great um it's just, I've never, I just wonder what that experience is like, you know. 
Yeah, well, I mean, you know, history of, of marriages and bands, it's either really good or really bad, you know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, look at Pat Benatar, you know, and her husband, uh, what's it, Neil, uh, what's his, her husband's name? I mean, they've been in the band since day one together, pretty much like she auditioned him and, you know, he pretty much writes all her songs and they're still married, you know, 40 years later or whatever. And then there's, you know, there's Fleetwood Mac and you know how that ended. And like, <laughs> you know, yeah, there's, um, I, I, there are many, many good things about being in the band together. And then there's a few where I'm like, like, for instance, I'll write a song and then Matt's like, well, what's that about? <laughs> and I'm like, well, maybe I don't want you to know. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I think about that all the time. There's, yeah. uh, there's songs I'm listening to by musicians I know are married and they've been married for, you know, 20 some years or better. And there, this is a brand new song, and it's it's about you know a girl and some kind of you know relationship going on. And I'm like, okay, this can't be about his wife. Like, who the hell right. is this about? <laughs> right. So yeah, that that I would say that has been the only thing where it's like it's not it's not about you. Don't worry. You know, it's like well, I mean, you got yeah. pull from past experience and stuff. But to, yeah, <clears throat> to answer your question on my perspective, I because I've been in bands since I've been 16 and it's actually really good for me that we're both doing this together because it's an experience we get to share together. Yeah. And um, like, if, cause I would probably, I was playing in a band when we met and I would probably have started gotten into another band if it weren't for us getting together and making take the reins. Um, so it would have been all that time where I wasn't really, you know, I would, we would have been, I would have been having band practice or something like that and her not being included. And it's, to me, it's. Yeah. Or, or vice versa. You know, yeah. Like, or that, both of us being in two separate bands, that would be. Oh my gosh. That would be, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know how that would work. So. Yeah. You, you sometimes yeah. wonder, cause now that you bring that up, the, the first couple I thought of was, uh, Haley Williams and chad gilbert yep and um that uh that didn't seem to end well for them so right yep well we've been together 12 years so it's not uh the band's been at least half of that yeah so so it's not uh, the only thing is uh, from my my other perspective of it is a critique from one of the other guys to Courtney goes over smoothly. A critique for me is like throwing a grenade in the- <laughs> yeah. and vice versa. And, and vice- oh. Yes. That's the, the perks of being a woman, right? Right. That is, that is true. I mean, there are, there are perks to being the only female in the band. And then there's also, you know, like, Oh, it reminds me I'm the only female in the band when stuff happens, you know? So, but yeah, we, uh, I, I love all the guys, you know, and Matt's probably my favorite in the band, but, uh, sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> but we, you know, it's surprisingly, we all, and no joke, get along really well. I mean, we're all really good friends and I think that's what makes the band what it is and makes it so fun. I mean, we're all, like I said, I mean, it's, we'll keep doing it until, you know, until the fun runs out and right now it's, it's still up, up up and running and we're having a ton of fun so i i think that uh the combination of of why courtney and i work together in the band or in life 
is that we complement each other well as far as like it, as far as the band goes like Courtney's the talent and I'm the muscle so she writes all the songs and brings all the songs to us and then I push everybody around and <laughs> make sure everybody everybody gets their jobs done and yeah. you know it, it is uh we do have a manager and we do have a publicist now and everything but I, I'm mostly the contact person and I do like most of our our uh social media and stuff like that so yeah. it's like Matt is the motivator right Mm -hmm. she, she's the talent on the muscle yeah so hey everyone has their part to do right so yeah yeah, yeah. it works out and that works in our in our daily life too so it, yeah. it's a, a good <laughs> I'm, I'm more of the i'm more of the dreamer and uh and matt's more of the well let's make that happen you know so, so. so matt is the one that actually takes the reins yeah, yeah, pretty much. As as stupid as that sounds, like you yeah. know, no pun intended, but you know, I was yeah. like, well, that works well. Matt is the one that takes the reins. Yeah, so, and I, yeah. I I crack a mean whip too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's you have to be able to crack a whip well if you're going to take the reins, right? You got to be able to handle it. So yeah, we're in the process of making a you know like a quarantine kind of video right now, and where we all have to you know put our parts together and stuff and a few of us have been a little lazy about getting our parts done and Matt's like well you know, you know and I'm like okay uh -oh. I'll get it. <laughs> like, it's, it's Courtney that doesn't have her part done yeah yeah I just need that I just need that whip sound effect right now that yeah, would be perfect yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just add that in there um yeah so yeah I've seen a ton of great quarantine videos coming out yeah. you know that's yeah. one great thing we have uh during this crazy time so besides you know putting up like barn wood and right. uh, on the ceiling what else have you guys been doing to just stay sane obviously maddie or matt you're working but courtney are you working currently during this time I am not, no i am i'm not working currently so i've had lots of time to i've been writing songs um pretty much daily um so yeah i've got lots of material to uh once we can all get together again, I've I've lots of things to for us to uh, start working on. So that's been good. Um, you know, my our, we have an eight year old together, Matt and I. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so he's been home from school, so he's got to do the e learning and stuff. So I've been the 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 homeschool teacher. <laughs> and and I I have yet to actually talk to someone about that. So how has that been working in your household? It's interesting. Um, the work, I mean, the, the workload for the kids is, is very manageable. I mean, they're not, you know, they're not giving them six hours worth of work, which is nice. But you would think they're giving them maybe an hour to hour and a half's worth of work. And our child is complaining about that. So hmm. it's like, well, normally you're in school from, you know, nine to three. And now you only have to go to school from 930 to like 11, 1130. And you're going to complain about that. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, he wants to do what he wants to do, right? Yeah. yeah. If he had his druthers, he'd be playing Fortnite from the moment he opened his eyes till he passed yes. out on the couch. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he Fortnite, he's got the, the video game bug then. Oh, yes. Yeah. He loves, he and loves it, too much. Yeah. And it becomes a, 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 match of wills to get them off of it <laughs> yeah yeah i um i oh yeah i'm sure um that would be that would be the hard part um is i i hear that often too people trying to get their kids off the couch and 
It's tough. Yeah. Fortnite seems to win the day. And it, I mean, like on the nice days, like I, I love to bike ride and pretty much my summers, I, I just take off and I go on bike rides and I listen to music. And that's kind of when I, when I'm off in my own space, you know, on my own is when I like, that's when songs and, you know, things come to me and I can kind of clear my head. And, um, so if it, you know, when it's been nice out, we've been going out for bike rides. We're like, okay, it's recess time. Let's go for a bike ride. And we go out for, you know, ride for couple hours and it's been nice but you know then there's days like this where it's like cold and windy and then you're like all right now what are we gonna do yeah i've been thinking the same thing i usually uh i go out for walks there's a there's a path near my house that's kind of like a nature preserve and today is is not a good day (laughs) yeah no it's cold but yeah i mean it's like you know we're in the middle of this you know pandemic or whatever we're calling it and it's like on the the days when the sun's shining and it's warm it's like you forget about it it's like okay you know i can go outside i can still do things but it's days like this where you're like oh it really sets in like we're in the middle of this crazy crazy thing that we're trying not to think about 24 hours a day you know it really hits me when i go to the store yes that's that's when it just hits me hard because i i never know if i'm going to find everything that i that I'm going, that I need, that's on my list. Right. And it's just a crazy thought when you go through all these aisles and there's a bunch of empty shelves. And the reason isn't because the store is like closing, you know, like it's because right. people are going nuts and buying up everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's crazy. And then I go to the store, like we just went out to the store this morning and I got home and I was like, Oh, please like, don't let me have like gotten the breakfast today, you know? And it's like, Oh my God, like, what have I become? You know, I'm like constantly in a state of like, all right, you know, you're fine. Don't worry about it. And then there, then it's like, all right, wash your hands, you know, like take your shoes off and Oh my God, did I get it today? And it's like, Oh, it's just, right. it's just it's such a strange time. You think about things you don't normally think of, you know? Yes. Yep. And especially before, you know, a couple of weeks ago, it was like you were hearing about people who got the virus, but you didn't know anybody, you know, per se, close to you or in your circle. And it's like now you know, now you know people who are personally affected, you know, like, you know, my cousin's husband just came home from 12 days of having pneumonia and, you know, the virus and was on a ventilator and didn't know if he was going to make it and none of his family could go see him. And, you know, it's like, wow, now you're starting to know people who have been in the hospital in intensive care. And it's like, it's really kind of hitting close to home now. Yeah. I haven't heard what the latest was from the governor today on where we stood. I know yesterday sounded a little positive, but I haven't heard if today is or not. So Uh, we're going to have to look that up after, uh, after this. Yeah. I, I've forbid myself to put on CNN. <laughs> hey, yeah, I don't blame you. Honestly, like, I mean, I yeah. work in the media, but usually when I'm home, I turn it off because I hear it all day long, you know? Yeah. Um, but sometimes I'll still check in once in a while just to see, especially since there was like a little glimmer of hope yesterday. I'm kind of like, oh, I wonder if yeah. there's going to be another glimmer of, of hope, you know? So, yeah. so Matt, you're still going to work. Um being a fireman, how does this affect your job? It has, it changes every day. So we have, uh, it's called a situation report every morning. 
And depending on what the CDC has said or does, or it's just this ongoing evolving thing. So it is like, we have to wear masks and gloves and like, we don't have enough of them. So they're like rationing them and you can only have one per day as far as your mask, like those paper surgical masks. Yeah. But depending on how many calls you go on, you know, it's going to get damaged. It's going to get ruined. So you're trying to do your best not to have that happen. I mean, they'll replace it if it rips or tears or something like that. But the goal is to keep, like I've, um, you keep the mask and however many calls you go on, unless you have a direct exposure and then you're putting a different kind of mask on and a gown and it just, um, it's different as far as like, as the, as we run like emergency medical calls too. Um, so the reactions with the patients and stuff like that, where it's normally like we're all hands on deck and we're all, you know, going in and trying to fix the situation. And now only one person can go in and you're standing outside waiting to figure out, what the, what they need and you're trying to supplement them through a, a door and trying to keep distances and i've i've already been on um we had a one of the calls that we went on uh they put me on a watch for 14 days because it was what what had happened on the call was possible a- anytime like you use a bag valve mask or give any aerosolized medication or oxygen or something like that. It, it puts, it could possibly put the virus in the air. So anytime we go on a call like that, they put us on a watch. So, and also when we go to work twice a day, we're taking our temperature. I mean, this is just stuff we've never done before and never even had to think about. I've never once thought about putting a mask on and I've been doing this for 20 years. Thought about putting a mask on to go treat a patient. It's never even crossed my mind. Yeah. You know, we always have gloves on, but never have I thought about putting a mask on. Is you know? that, yeah, that's like what I was thinking earlier. Is like you think of things you never had to think about before. Like you're just saying that, that was just something you never thought about. Yeah. And yeah, this all seems so crazy, you know, when they first announced, like, okay, you know, it's kind of the shelter in place thing. And now, like today, we're out and almost everybody's got masks on and it's like it's it's still crazy but it's just become kind of normal already yeah it really has you know and and like and what is weird to me is like people like won't even look you in the eye now like everybody's like you treat everybody like they've got cooties (laughs) that's literally what it is i i noticed that you know i usually go uh shopping at meyer and people are usually a lot nicer at meyer shoppers are than they are when you go to walmart and i i ran across some some rude people at meyer maybe it was just a bad day but i I just that usually doesn't happen you know so it's just like on the you know on the bike paths and stuff like you know normally i'm riding i'm listening to music like i you know hey you know whatever and like people won't even look at you and you're like well just because there's a virus going around doesn't mean you have to be rude right (laughs) yes yes exactly yeah i've experienced some of that too yeah, like, you definitely. know, I'm not asking you for a hug, you know. But, <laughs> right. I'm not yeah. asking you for a handshake or for a hug. Right. You know. like, but you can still look people in the eye and smile at them. You yeah. Know? And you can still say hello, you know. Yeah. But right. I, people are afraid to open their mouth, I guess, because they're going to catch the <laughs> what's in the air. 
last week and I, I remember like when people would ride by I would like take a deep breath and like not breathe and, they were, <laughs> and then I was like okay am I just being like totally nuts now like, <laughs> yeah that I it, we're yeah. we're losing it it's it's trying yeah. to trying to keep that composure that's for sure yeah. but totally. um yeah I mean Matt uh thanks for uh doing what you do man because you're you know you're a front frontline worker there so just uh want to take a minute to say thanks well i appreciate you saying that and that's not necessary it's uh it's first off it's something i signed up to do so still you know know. but and it's and it's i i mean i i have never once thought of going to work as being a job for me it's like a it's never it's never been that for me so it um i don't know it just so it doesn't feel i mean it the the fact of being out there, but I've always been out there in front of people and in front of diseases in front of So it's really not, it's just a little bit more and he's, easy. And he's little, had all the diseases it's, too. <laughs> it's a little, I got the swine flu 10 years ago. Yeah, he had oh, swine. you had the swine flu and that was a thing, huh? Yeah. Wow. What else did you, you had something else. No, too. I killed my appendix. Yeah. Yeah. The swine flu killed his appendix. I didn't. I don't remember then, that being a, a side effect of swine. No, food. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. It, it wasn't necessarily. A, it was just. I think my, for whatever that the swine flu did to me, I don't think it was a necessarily a direct um, effect of it. I think that it just because I had the swine flu and I was going to go back to work, and then I was driving to work, and it felt like somebody was stabbing me in the stomach. Oh man! I like turned around and drove myself to the hospital. So I go have an emergency appendectomy. Gosh. Yeah. I, uh, that's something I've always been afraid of. <laughs> like when sometimes when my stomach hurts, I'm like, is it my appendix? Yeah. Is right. it finally time? Yeah. No, and I, I'm definitely like the hypochondriac. Like, you know, I got my, my big red medical book that I'm not allowed to look at anymore because <laughs> I every time I look in there, it's like, oh, my God, I have this. You know, like, yeah, right. I mean. No, you're you're fine. You're fine. Just put that away. So right. Yeah. I, or yeah. Stop. Stop googling everything. Yeah. I, I have to stop. No more WebMD for me. Oh she, man. She, she is the the. Uh, that's where we are like yin and yang about that kind of stuff. Where yeah. None of that. Like I don't. I'm like the anxiety ridden. Like everything is like panic attack city. The, the, like, the sky is falling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If there's a panic attack to be had, that's me. And then, then Matt's always like, "It's okay. It's 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 all good." So yeah, I guess we are we are good like that. Well, that's good. I'm I'm glad that, you know someone in the re- relationship has to bring the other person down. Actually, I guess you kind of take turns doing that, don't you? Yeah, we pull yeah. each other back to center. So. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, let's talk about Camo Jacket, your latest single from Take yep. the Reins. Um, it's been a month already, right? Since we, yeah. since you guys put this out. Yeah, it was, uh, was it the 13th? Yeah. April 13th. Yeah. Or well, Every- today's April 13th. So March, March 13th. I'm yeah. Sorry. And today's yeah. April 13th. So we're, yeah, yeah a, a month away. And I rewatched the music video and I completely forgot <laughs> that, um, I knew some of the people in the video because you guys roped in, um people from other chicago bands and i was like hey it's like yeah that's zach yeah <laughs> and, yep. and then i was like oh there's mickey you know and, yep. and so yeah. um 
so yeah, Zach from Linden Method and Guardrail, and then Mickey from Blood People, and yep. uh, Till Morning. But um, so where yeah. did that um, idea and concept come from? Um, it was honestly like a brainstorming idea. We all sat down with uh, Roger. The director, the director the Roger Chavez, who directed it, and we all kind of sat down and we threw out probably like a hundred ideas, and like it just we were going back and forth trying to make it stick. And I'm not, and, and it wasn't even the, the originally the idea for the video. I don't even think was for camo jacket. It was just kind of an idea for a video. Yeah, I wanted a very like homemade looking video, something because our our other two videos were, you know pretty produced and um i was like i want something that looks like it was shot in her basement you pulled it off because that's what i thought honestly yeah <laughs> until yeah. until actually you know because i i remember seeing you guys post about it on your page about where you were shooting it and then i did watch the behind the scenes video as well which was pretty cool and saw that it was shot at brower house so um so it wasn't a basement but still really uh it, it really did give me that vibe and i thought that was cool oh good all right well we pulled it out then yeah, yeah the and it just the concept as it developed kind of fit with the with the chorus of the the song and then it kind of took off from there and then we kind of ran with it and thanks to steve brower like steve brower's been yeah. great to He's us awesome. and i mean he lets us that's the second video we've shot there um, and he treats us well when we play there and we're fortunate to have a good following in DuPage County. So that's like our home base too. So yeah. our biggest shows tend to be, uh, at Brower house. So it's, um, it's a, it's a good place for us. I still have never been there and I really need to get out there. I was, uh, planning on going to see lucky boys there. And yep. of course that show has been postponed and and i mean who knows with some of these other shows you know um it's just kind of up in the air i I keep reading things here and there online they're not necessarily confirmed but they're talking about how there might not be such thing as you know a, a live music concert until maybe the fall yeah just because of you know of uh, COVID-19 and, and, and spreading all the germs around. So, but like I yeah. said, it's all speculation. You just kind of wonder, cause obviously there's still, I think there's still some dates in May that haven't been canceled by certain people or at least in June. So. Right. Yeah. I, we've got some stuff. Yeah. We, we were going to do some, a little bit of like small end touring and go like do uh Thursday through Sunday kind of deal and all that got canceled for may and april yeah, it's and, like through, through the midwest and, and it's like nobody n- nobody even wants to take your phone call right now about rescheduling it right. because nobody knows yeah so yeah exactly it's like what yeah. what 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 are we gonna do because it's a it's a day-by-day thing so um i've seen dates that were rescheduled and <clears throat> that have to be rescheduled again because they rescheduled them for april you know, and uh, obviously they had to go around and cancel that date. So, you know, it's it's um it's wild. But um, 
Yeah, Dennis, it was Dennis Dennis Buckley. He posted something on Facebook this morning, and I was reading. It. I'm like, oh, please don't let that be true. It's like all festivals and and concerts are going to be, um, like through, live stream. Through, well, yeah, nothing till like next summer. They're yeah. saying summer of 2021. Yeah, it's like so that's even taken out the fall of 2020. It's like, oh man, like I, I mean, I hope that's not true. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I hope I hope not either. Yeah, I I have read the same thing about um, some festivals being streamed, excuse me, being streamed online um, instead of, like you said, um, actually being there. So that would be so strange. I mean, I know like even like doing these music videos and not having anybody you feed so much off of the crowd. Yeah. And not having a crowd in front of you the energy on stage isn't going to be there and it's just a it'd be such a strange thing yeah i agree so hopefully this will all be (laughs) all be over soon um but yeah i enjoyed the camo jacket music video i loved the you know the cameos by some other people um i know in the uh, chicago scene and i know you had more than there were some other was every not every single person was actually a musician in the Chicago scene, was it? Uh, almost everybody. Almost, yeah. yeah, like Dan Precision, and we had pretty all, every everyone from Linden Method was in it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Alex was in it too. I Alex forgot about Fred. that. Yeah. Um, and then Fred Moore. Yeah. Um, and, and well, his wife Vanessa his wife was in there. She was in it. Zach's wife was in it. Yeah. That's yeah, and uh, Jake Jake Fritz yep. was in yep. it too, and then uh, Dan Duffy's dad was in yeah, it. Yeah, so Dan Duffy's dad was the one that looks just like Dan Duffy, only older. <laughs> yeah, I I saw in the behind the scenes video I was watching that. I'm like, those two uh, look pretty familiar. So, yeah, and um, then the only other non musician was my sister. My sister was. My first fill-in, the blonde with the um, the huge like uh, glasses. Well, yeah, she had the the, the big sunglasses on. But um, yeah, my sister, she is like, um, I mean, she's my best friend. But she does all my hair and makeup for shows and videos and stuff. And I'm like, I just really, I wanted her to be in the video. Um, but yeah, they were the only two like non-Chicago musicians. Brian, okay. Brian. Did I say Dan Precision? Brian Fee. And Brian Dan, Fee, and yeah. Brian Fee was has been in. He was in Counterpunch, and he was in uh, Set Fire to Reason. Yeah, with Precision. With Precision. Yeah. He was. A, he's he's been a friend of mine since high school. Okay, cool. So ba- basically, the idea of the the video, where where kind of where we went with it, and the, the the theme of the video is we got to be able to work with all of our friends and musicians. We we respect and stuff like that so it was kind of tell us what is really important about this whole what we're doing is that the scene's inclusive and that we're helping each other grow the scene and have a good time and yeah um so being able to to put our friends and our like our musician friends which are also our friends or some of our closest friends in the video is awesome you know that we 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 got to share in that experience with all of them so it was really cool. Yeah, it was it was such a fun day. Every time I watch that video, I think about how fun the day was, and it makes me love the video. 
and it probably means even more now with the COVID-19 thing. Yeah, yeah. Because no, at the time, that. at the time, that wasn't a thing. <laughs> yeah. We that wasn't a worry. Part in that video before it was even like mandatory, you know. <laughs> yeah, we, we basically got that under the under the radar. Yeah. And getting that done because we shot it. Yeah. In February. At in the, the end of February. At the end of February. Yeah. Yeah. So we just barely got that in. Yeah. Right. Thank and goodness. Was, yeah. And it being all that it that it all came together the way that it did, being a single shot. We only. Yeah, we did eight eight one takes. Eight one take. Yeah. So we just we did a couple practice rounds and then we started recording it and by the time it took longer to set up and break down the set than it did yeah. to actually shoot it shoot isn't that shot. funny how that works yeah <laughs> yep it's like the actual event doesn't take that long it's all the other work that, those that goes into it you know those damn twinkle lights took like two hours yeah <laughs> i would imagine i was wondering about those i'm like i wonder if that's actually if those stay at the venue or if that was part of the the video i yep. assumed it was part of the video but i i i thought the same thing when i looked at them i'm i'm like man that looks like a pain in the ass so, they, all, they all came they came on on yeah. strings that were and they were all coiled up so we had to uncoil them and like get them to straighten out and yeah it was a uh, it was a task. Yeah. And, well, you, and pretty much built that set before yeah. I even got there. I mean, yeah. I walked in and I was blown away by what they had done. It was just, it was really cool. Me, me, Dan and Eric did all that. Work. Yeah. And Eric too. Man. Yeah. You guys did a great job. Well, thank you. So, yeah. You're welcome. We appreciate that. You're very welcome. I was uh, reading uh, your interview with Chicago Soundcheck and we're talking about what, where the song comes from and kind of the meaning of the song you were talking about how couples around you guys or couples that you guys know were kind of breaking up right and left. And there were couples that seemed completely perfect and, yeah. and happy. And yeah. that's something my, um, I, I've always had a conversation with, with my therapist about how I, you know, you, you kind of compare, yourself to these couples whether you're in a relationship or not you look at them and you're like oh i want that so bad and then the next thing you know the the what that perfection looks like online specifically is not perfection and they end up splitting up exactly now most of that is fake yeah (laughs) right i i don't uh neither courtney or i really spouse like I don't know, you know what the right word. Like we don't really. We're not um, professing our love. Professing our on love Facebook. on Facebook. Yeah. You notice yeah. that most of the people that are doing that are the ones that it's like, oh please, you know, I want my significant other to see this, to know that I care, or whatever it is, or trying to throw that, throw that smoke or something like that, and it just and and Courtney and I have actually had this conversation, and she's like, well look at so and so's relationship because. Our relationship isn't perfect. And yeah, I'm we, like, Chip and Joanna look so happy. Right, don't they? <laughs> and, and I was like, that's not real. Yeah, but he's they're, like, they're on camera. They're cutting all that yeah. in and all the good parts. Yeah. I bet they are at it all the time at each other. You yeah. know? And you're only seeing what the producers want you to see. And I feel like that's kind of social media is. Yeah. The person that's putting out there is the producer yeah. of what you want to see. Right. And, yeah. I, and it, I mean, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are very happy in their relationships and stuff and they want to, they, they put it out there and stuff. But a lot of those people that you're seeing that are 
because I've had friends talk to me and be like, you know, screw her and this and this, this. And then the next thing you see on Facebook is like, oh, I'm so in love and I can't imagine being without it with this person. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, you just told me yeah. 24 hours ago that you were going to bury her in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right exactly oh my gosh it's just uh i constantly remind myself that you know it's it's just um it's an illusion and um i was actually i read an article some time ago it was either daniel craig or his wife uh rachel wise Um, yeah and one of them was talking about in this interview how they keep their relationship and their life super private for that specific reason to keep uh you know to keep a healthy relationship and to keep the the outside things from you know kind of destroying that if you're not putting your you know your stuff out to other people then they can't comment on it you know and then you know back to the meaning of that of the song and it's like there were so many people around me that year. I think I, I wrote the song in 2018. Yeah, 2018. And it was like that year. I mean, I knew like, it was like seven people that were, you know, long term or married or, you know, relationships. And they were just like, yeah, we're done. Like, I'm already dating somebody else or, you know, or whatever. And it's like, wow, okay. I, w- I wouldn't have expected that, you know. And it's like, um, you know, it, it, the saying of, what you love them for at the start is what you hate them for in the end, you know? And it's like everything you think about somebody that's so great. And then that all that starts getting annoying. Like, you know, it's like, we're all, we're all annoying. You know, we all have our faults and we all, you know, I, I, I like to think I'm not annoying, but I know I am. Sometimes I annoy myself. Um, but yeah, it just, it's, so that's what the song was about. And, you know, I'm sorry if I'm not who you thought I was. And, uh, and that's where the concept for the video back to that too. It's like, after we came up with, we wanted to be kind of homemade. We wanted the camera to be in the middle. It's be spinning, you know, around us. And then I was, you know, we were like, well, what if we switch out and we put different people in for, I'm sorry if you're not who I thought I was. And then that's where that whole concept came from. Gotcha. And yeah. uh, it works out very well with the meaning yeah, of the song. Totally. Very well. It's a, it's a, so with all these people, Uh, that you guys know splitting up and what seemed like it was a happy relationship. How did that in turn make you guys view your relationship? If you don't mind me asking. Um, I just, honestly, there's, and I don't know if it's, we, I part again, part of the reason that makes us work is that we have a lot of things in common. Like we have our separate things, but then we also have, our, our things, things that, that we, we do together. together. Yeah. Like we enjoy the band, like the band's a big part, you know, yeah. and of course Huge our son is a big part of it. And then, but we also both enjoy being outdoors. Like we don't want to go like uh, spend money at, at something else. We'd rather yeah. like we have a camper and we'd rather go camping and go on yeah. road trips and do stuff like that and be outside. And um, so, and honestly, and this is my opinion, I don't, other people's things I don't affect me very much. And like where that's where Courtney's yeah. Courtney's the opposite of that, where she's seeing things and like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like, and well, like how come they're so, why they're doing this? And you know, and he's like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's just like, it's whatever makes us happy. It's not right. 
it's not, uh, and it's unfortunate those things fall apart. And it's not like we're not with some of those people. We're not still friends with both parties. It's just, yeah, is what it is. Right. And then, yeah, you're left with, you know, well, who, who can you be friends with now? You know, oh you, my you gosh. Want, you don't want to piss one of them off. And it's like, uh, yeah, I recently had uh, an encounter like that and uh, it was not pleasant. So I, um, yeah. where, you know, one of, one of the friends, uh, saw that I was spending time with the other friend and they weren't too happy about it. And they had texted me and they're like, Hey, um, you know, I might be out of line here, but you know, you're not being much of a friend to me by hanging out with, you know, her. And I'm actually the one that introduced them. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of like, well, <laughs> I was like, I care. I love, and I care about both of you, you know, and, uh, the, the whole, your whole split up was heartbreaking for me, you know, to see that. And, um, I, I can't, how can I possibly choose between the two of you, you know? Yeah. So. And you should have and to. That's, and that's yeah. not your problem. That's right. his problem. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, that's my thought of it. It'd be like, Hey man, you gotta be grown up enough to understand that, you know, she's my friend too. And I still care about her as much. I care about you too. And it's, you guys didn't work out. It's not that our friendship uh, individually didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt. I was just like, I am not getting entangled into this, this thing. It's not my business. So, you know, but, um, but yeah, it's unfortunate that that happens, but I love um, just hearing what you guys are telling me about how you, look at, at uh, your relationship. I always like to talk about those things because I can kind of take away certain things to apply to to my life. You know, it's always nice to talk to other people about those things because you're like, oh, I never thought about it that way before. And Yeah, I and mean... You're kind of, you know... But in, uh, I don't, this is Pete Mumford from uh, Bull Evils put out a post the other day about finding the one. Is the one out there? And... Like, it's not necessarily is the one out there. It's the one that you want to be the one, you know, because there's, what, 7 billion people on this planet? Right. I'm sure if I if 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 doors open differently and I was in a different place at a different time, there would be somebody else. But they didn't work out that way. They worked out the way that they did and they continue. You know, I'm very fortunate that they worked out the way they did and I would not I could not imagine it any other way. But the reason it continues to work out is because we continue to work on it. We continue to work on ourselves. We continue to communicate and be compassionate. And, um, you know, sometimes you have to be selfless and sometimes you have to be selfish. And it's all if you're not willing to do all of those things, things aren't going to work. You know, and you have to you have to give in. And sometimes you have to stand up and sometimes, you know, you have to listen and you have to. You know, yeah, it's not easy. It's, no, it's, it's, not, it's <laughs> like, not an easy. Like I said, our, our relationship yeah. is not perfect by any means, but it it works really well. And, and we that, know. Sorry, go ahead. We know, like the other day, this is we kind of started to get into an argument, and it was like there were certain triggers that it was like, okay, let's both of us take a deep breath. Yeah. And we ended up talking it out, and it could have gone like if both triggers were hit, it could have been this huge fight and we couldn't have talked for a couple of days or something like that. You know, we could have been totally pissed at each other, but it was like cooler heads prevailed. And I mean, being together for 12 years and maturity and 
and not that I'm that mature, but our, <laughs> relationship, our, relationship, our, our relationship has matured. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we, we worked it out together. And at the end, you know, we were both happy with, with the outcome. Yeah. But it, I mean, to any, to anybody who cares, it's not easy. So if you're in a relationship and it's hard work, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. <laughs> that, that's, that's it. You know, I mean, you can always think about, there's always some, there's always going to be someone out there that might be better for you, but you'll probably end up dying alone. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know? it, it, well, yeah, it's true. I mean, you can't, you can never expect perfection, you know? Right. So, and, uh, I like that, you know, um, yeah. what, uh, what you just said there is so good. That's so perfect. I, I completely <laughs> agree with, with, uh, yeah. everything you guys have said. That's, that's great. Um, so, uh, let's talk about what's coming up. So you're talking about you're working on a new video, a quarantine video. I quarantine. know I read yeah. that you're going to be putting out, trying to put out a new single like every other month. Yeah, yeah every every two. So we've got plan was we've got enough music every two months to take us to the rest of the year. To um, so we're still planning on putting one out in May, and then we're kind of throwing in a little extra extra bonus. We're going to take one of our our older song circles and make a quarantine video to that. Oh, cool. So hopefully that's going to come out in the next week. Yeah. <laughs> it just has to get all edited down. And, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll put out another single and we'll probably have a, a lyric video to it. And then the next song after that will actually be another music video. So that'll take us through to, yeah, and then hopefully we'll be recording the full-length record at the end of the year. Hopefully, we, the goal was well, fall. With every everything that's going on, it's right. kind of on hold. So yeah, because normally we do like all of our you know pre-production stuff with Adam Cryer um, over at Sound Summit Studios in oh, Naperville. Oh, okay, cool. So you know, typically you know we take our songs over and you know run them by Adam and rework things if they need to be reworked and add or subtract and you know and, and now we can't can't be getting over there so yeah we can't even get together yeah we can't even get together so i mean things are kind of on hold and i mean i know we're everybody's on hold so it's not just us right yeah i no wonder why i like you guys because i i like the work that he produces i didn't realize you guys were working with him yeah adam, yeah. adam is a uh, he and i went we're high school friends from high school so oh, okay we, went, we both went to naperville central and it was that whole the whole lucky boys crew is a was um was the crew that the guys that i hung out with and joe sell was a really really good friend of mine and um i miss that guy every day like he was so smart and so talented and it just it, it's a loss to the world that he's gone yeah i remember when he passed away that was so sad yeah yeah how long ago was that that was right when we first started dating eight years ago i was gonna say it's been almost 10 years yeah if i remember right was a baby yeah yeah wow um but yeah i mean adam has been like really i mean we can't say enough about how much you know he's influenced and and you know just getting his ear on our music yeah he's a he's like a he doesn't really he doesn't change what we bring him he's just like a little 
he, he like puts some a little bit of Adam magic in there and like yeah. makes, makes <laughs> make, you know he'll, he'll like chop a verse or you know move, yeah. move some of the arrangement around yeah he's our butch big yeah yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, he's a he's a he's got a nice filter that he puts yeah. it all through. Yeah, and then damp precision too. So we go yeah, to Adam. Precision is awesome. Too. We go to Adam and we do the pre-production stuff, and then we go to the studio with precision. And precision is full of ideas and stuff too. Um, I don't even if you know this or not, but he. So when we went into the studio to do um, addiction by subtraction, we our bass player left the band because his um, fiance was sick and needed to leave and take care of her so he left the band so we had gone in already and recorded four songs, four songs yeah. and we had booked this time already and we said dan we'll come in and we'll do our tracks but we don't have anybody to play bass right now and he's like i'll play bass without even skipping a beat wow he offered to play bass and he i mean he killed those six songs yeah i mean he literally just sat down while he was recording and pressing buttons and he would play the rift and yeah press you know yeah. whatever he does with those keyboards because i have no idea I just see <laughs> it, it, it really does buttons. it really does seem like magic when you see the the engineers yeah. working the yeah the it equipment does. you're like whoa like that's so cool yeah just and the hair and buttons that's he played it. our uh he played our record release show too yeah so we didn't have it, a bass player yet it was before we had eric was in the band and yeah uh, he played our first show back with the uh, out with the record with us and that was uh was fantastic to, of... to actually be on a stage playing with precision was amazing yeah definitely a, a bucket list show for me and he, he tells us all the time he kicks himself that he didn't because we offered it to him before eric and, and he, he had he, too much going on he he, he kicks himself. he's like man i wish i would have taken you up on that offer yeah well, dang. Well, Eric, come on, get out. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Eric yeah. seems like a cool guy. No, yeah, we never great. kick. Eric is. Eric's awesome. Eric's my partner in crime as far as ass kicking. Yeah. <laughs> like with uh, Eric, does so much promotion and so he much. He does. Like, Eric is our our personal street team. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Like all those stickers and stuff, and Eric is so great about advertising for the band, and he's always talking about us, and always like Eric makes. He, he like definitely holds his own as far as the musicianship and as far as trying to to make this thing keep rolling forward yeah <clears throat> yeah i mean that's what i see all over his social media accounts so it's always yeah. i'm always happy happy to see that yeah eric is definitely our promoter well i'm excited to hear some new music from you guys down the line during this quarantine you know it's um it's still great to be able to hear new music while all this craziness is going out. It helps, you know, keep, it helps get us through uh, this crazy time. Um, yeah. So sure. plug, if you could plug your, um, your social media handles and, and your website and all that. So everyone can, can check you guys out. It's uh take the reins three, one, two, and it's R E I N S. Um, horse reins, horse reins. Yeah. 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 I take the reins three, one, two. Yep. And that's not, it's not 312 Chicago. It's 312 back in the day when the suburbs were 312. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone was 312, right? Everybody 312. I I don't know if you've seen like our, the secret's going to get out here for whoever listens to this. So on our logo, it says SAF on it. Mm -hmm. You see, that's suburban as fuck. (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. Suburban as fuck. That's great. (laughs) I love it. Um, We're, we're, We're not ashamed. 
Hey, you shouldn't be, right? Yeah. Definitely right? not. Definitely not. I, I was born in Wrigleyville. Oh, okay. Know? But I'm now actually, now you're in the burbs. Yeah, but I was raised in the burbs, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, my uh, my grandmother was born in the south side of Chicago, and now she's just terrified of Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny. Like, you would never guess that she was born yeah. in Chicago the way she talks about it now. She just watches the news too much, of course. Um, yeah. But, uh, Stop watching CNN. Right. It just, it cracks me up every time. I'm like, to think this woman lived in Chicago for like, you know, half of her childhood is just so weird. You yeah. Know? But yeah. Um, anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for, for yeah, uh, hanging you. out today and talking. That was a lot of fun. And I hope, uh, yeah. hope awesome. you guys yeah. enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you for taking I, yeah, us away from the madness. Yeah, it was great. And finally... Yeah. Awesome to finally hook up with you and talk to you. <laughs> yeah, I know. This was like, I've had so many, um, I've been in contact with so many people where it was the same thing. Like, you and I first talked, who knows how long ago it was. It might have been a year or two ago. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to, you know, we're going to make something work. We're going to schedule something. And then it just never, you know, it didn't align. And then finally it did. And I'm, and I'm glad it did. No, I definitely want to do this again where we can get together with the whole band and pizza and do it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking, you know, before you go, we should talk about that real quick. So, like, what are the best pizza places by you guys and what do you usually order on them? We are so fortunate that within, like, I mean, you can literally trip and fall into a pizza joint in any direction (laughs) where we're at. We've got, so Matt likes Lou Malnati's, and that's about a half a mile from our house. That's perfect. Uh, we've got Giordano's about a mile from our house. Oh, man. Um, we've got a couple local, like, mom and pop places that are fantastic. Um, Gianorio's is right down the street. Uh, we've got Gino's East, right, about downtown. two miles from downtown us. Wheaton. Downtown Wheaton. Yeah, I mean, so pretty much Where's we've got great there? pizza all around. My favorite pizza is Italian beef and jardinier. Yes. Oh, okay. So yep. you like the, the the meat with a kick. Yes. Italian beef, jardinier, or if I'm just simple, it's just pepperoni only. What okay. Yeah. Baronis. Baronis in Glen Ellen. And then that's, uh, I don't know what that place is called. Marciano's right here. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but that's, uh, that's my I mean, pick. Literally, you could get in your car in under 10 minutes in any direction find a pizza place a good a good a pizza good pizza place, place. Yeah. I'm, it yeah. sounds like i need to live in your guys's neighborhood yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got good food we got really good chinese uh, food too. what was the one in the bowling alley yeah. there was one in the bowling alley uh in wheaton bowl and they just closed wheaton bowl yeah uh what was the name pal joey's, pal joey's. that was actually my oh, favorite pizza yeah it was pal so joey's good was so good that sounds good. That all sounds good. Now I really, really want pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't yeah. had any in a couple of days, and it's like, now I, I think I'm gonna have to get some tonight. It's so time. <laughs> it yeah. really is. Yeah. All right. Well, do you, so? Do you prefer Matt or Maddie? Uh, either. I think most people know me like because of my uh, social media handle. They call me Maddie. It's it's more of a it doesn't matter, Matt or Maddie. Okay, cool. I was just curious. Uh, no, it, I mean, I respond to either. It's more, um, 
more of an affectionate term, I guess. That people are like, <laughs> people may call me Maddie. I call him Maddie. Yeah. Aww. So Matt, Maddie is good. If you call me yeah. Maddie, I will definitely respond to it. Yeah. So, I mean, I respond to asshole too. So. <laughs> well, I'm not going to call you an asshole. And, but see, see, I don't think I should call you Maddie though either because your wife calls you Maddie. And I'm definitely not your wife. So, I mean. There's, there's a lot of people that call me Maddie. So it's not. Uh, and it's more kind of. The Maddie part and the, the the it keeps it kind of a little bit separate from His from perfect. the fire department. Yeah. Oh, okay. Know, like, I get you. That makes sense. Yeah. I got you. It's it's lighthearted and fun. That's what we're all about. Yeah. Having a good. I yeah. like that. Well, it was nice to meet you, Maddie, and nice to meet you, Courtney. You as well. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, thank you so much for being on today. And yeah, we we'll do this again when you know the madness blows over and we can actually do this whole thing properly and, and have pizza. For sure. And, and hey, I, like, I wanted that you're doing it again. Like, I'm so happy that you're, that yeah. you're doing it again. Because oh, thanks, I man. We are, we are very excited to be on today. Well, that, thank uh, you. I, I know you were kind of struggling with things and wanting to not, if, I don't know if it was just too overwhelming or where you were at with it, but I'd heard you kind of talk about it a little bit on some of the other podcasts, but I enjoy listening to your podcast and you've had some really cool people on your podcast and it's, it's enjoyment for me. So I don't know if it's, I don't know if that helps or no, dude, that, that, that helps so much. You're putting a big smile on my face. So I, I really, really appreciate that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, it's just been uh, you know, I'm like anybody else. I struggle with mental health, and and um, as mentioning my therapist once again, she she's always talking about balancing uh, plate yep. plates on the the sticks, you know, and yep. you're spinning them, and you have to give attention to each one before they all fall, you know. Yep. So um, I just kind of hit a um, a, a low point at the big uh the beginning of of this year and i was honestly planning on taking at least a full year off but then you know i was i was starting to feel better but i wasn't quite ready to to get back but then this covid 19 thing hit and then i'm just like fuck it i'm just i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna get back yep. to it and and i'm yep. glad i did and and seriously maddie that that means so much man it, it's um you know it's you're your comments and, and people like, like you guys that, uh, that help keep me going. So, and it's fun because, you know, I, I don't play in a original band anymore. Um, so I, this is my way of, of staying connected to the scene that I grew up in and the scene that I love. So, um, sure. so like being away from it, um, you're like, man, I miss that. You know, I miss talking to people and, oh, and, totally. you know, and talking about the, the music we love and just life in general. So, um, hey, Jack, you're one of the take the reins crew now. So you're off, you're <laughs> off. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. I need to, uh, hopefully we'll have shows in our lives once again yeah, and, yeah. uh, I can, I can come out and I can catch a take the reins show. Yes, so. please do. Please, please yeah. do. Yeah, I definitely will. Whenever, whenever that happens to be, and hopefully when it does, it falls on a night that I can make it. So, but All right. yeah, I can't thank you enough for that. So, I really appreciate well, it. Well, we thank you back. Now I got you guys. All right. So, All right. you got my support, and I'm excited about everything you're doing. All right, cool, man. Thank, thank you, you very so much. much. Yeah, no problem. I'll talk to you guys soon.
All right, we'll talk to you. Have a wonderful day. Special thanks once again to Maddie and Courtney, especially for those kind words. Oh my gosh, literally, I did have the biggest smile on my face. Maddie, thank you so much for that. And thank you to both of you for taking time out of your day to talk to me about COVID-19, talk about punk rock, talk about Take the Reins, talk about relationships. It was all great stuff, and I definitely am going to be taking away some valuable things that you guys talked about today and, and applying them to my life. So make sure you check out Take the Reins' latest music video on YouTube for Camo Jacket. Or if you just want to listen to Camo Jacket, it's available everywhere online. Be prepared to listen to a brand new single from Take the Reins coming up next month in May. I don't think they gave an exact date for it, but uh, just keep your eyes peeled for that. And I look forward to hearing it. Make sure, before you go, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pop Punk Pizza Pod. Give us a follow there so you can stay up to date on everything that's happening with the podcast and just in the scene in general, because not only do I share information on what's going on with the podcast, but I try to share articles and tour dates and important information about your favorite bands on those uh, social media handles. So Pop Punk Pizza Pod, uh, my Twitter handle is on air with JL, Bangarang Radio. Facebook and Twitter is both at Bangarang Radio. If you're in a band, you want your song played on the show, or you want to try to get a guest spot on the show, you can email me your EPK at bangarangradio at gmail.com. That also goes to managers and publicists and all that stuff as well. Bangarangradio at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. It may take me a while to get back because I am prone to be terrible at responding to emails, but that is usually what I prefer for a submission. So thank you in advance for those. Now, remember, hope and hygiene are going to get us through this COVID-19 pandemic. So I will talk to you next week, and I can't wait until then. I'm Jacques Lamore. This was a blast. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet you. Hey,